0: Hello, I'm Lindsay Langford, Head of Global Commercial Banking for Global Transaction Services Canada at Bank of America, and you're listening to the Treasury Insights podcast series. Today, we're seeing consumers become increasingly comfortable with banking digitally. So it's really no surprise that corporate treasurers are looking for the same or similar ease and convenience when they consider their treasury functions within their organizations. Canada's really been making great strides when it comes to digital treasury transformation. We see this in the wide adoption of Interact e-transfers, the preparation for Canada's real-time payments rail, and the migration to the new ISO 20022 standards. In today's conversation, we'll explore the changing payments landscape here in Canada and the steps that companies can take to digitize their payments. I'm delighted to be joined by Jane Ranney, Treasury Sales Officer, and Severio Malia, Digital Payments Product Manager within our Global Transaction Services Canada team at Bank of America. Severio, let's start with you. Can you tell us more about what's going on with payments modernization in Canada?
1: Thanks, Lindsay. We're at a very exciting juncture in our payments modernization journey, with several significant changes underway at the industry level through the nationwide modernization initiative being led off by Payments Canada. And I'll tackle this by defining who Payments Canada is and what their role is in the market. And then I'll define modernization and some of the progress that we've made to date. So Payments Canada is the organization responsible for operating the clearing and settlement infrastructure in the country and the rules that underpin the clearing. There's two primary clearings in Canada. There's the high value clearing, which is known as Lynx, which is our wire clearing platform. And there's the low-value clearing, which is known as the ACSS, which clears checks and ACH. Modernization is industry term for the multi-year, multi phased roadmap to modernize the payments landscape with the overarching goal of promoting digital transparency and innovation. It actually includes enhancements to both the low-value and high-value clearing systems in the country. The near-term focus of modernization has really been around the release of a new national real-time payments rail known as the real-time rail or the RTR. And I'll get into a little bit more of what that is and what that'll mean for us in a little bit. But some progress to date on modernization includes enhancements to our low-value ACH clearing with the addition of same-day ACH for CAD dollar credit origination. The past couple of years has really been focused on enhancements in the replatforming of our high-value wire clearing system, migration from LVTS to LINX, which is a true real-time gross settlement system. In Q2 of this year, message formats were migrated from MT to MX, ISO 20022. And on the roadmap, there are also further enhancements to our ACSS batch clearing. As I previously mentioned, the industry is currently focused on the deployment of a new national real-time rail. We are very involved in this initiative. We are active stakeholders at the table. And the RCR will really enable our corporate and commercial clients and broadly organizations in Canada to initiate account number routed transactions with speed, transparency and settlement finality with accompanying ISO 20022 remittance.
0: Thanks, Saverio, That really sets the stage for what payments modernization is in Canada. So I'd like to now ask you, in your view, what's driving these changes in the payments landscape?
1: That's a great question. I would say over the past decade, and most notably over the past few years, there's been really an increased client demand for transparency and digital optionality in making payments and receiving funds more quickly. We're seeing this with both at the corporate level as well as with consumers in Canada. A lot of this emerges from some macro trends that we're seeing, not only in Canada, but around the world. The emergence of gig economy clients reevaluating the ways in which they make payments, COVID pandemic and coming out of that, and the simultaneous release of multiple RTP schemes globally, including in the US, all exemplify the need for a robust suite of digital solutions with global transparency and consistency. That consistency piece is really key. Our multinational clients are global in nature and geographic in scope. So, consistency in the look and feel of our products is something that we've kept at the forefront of every solution in our current suite of offerings, as well as every solution that we're currently developing. On that point, maybe I'll pass it over to Jane. What are some trends that you're seeing with our clients in your client conversations?
2: Thanks, Saverio. Yeah, absolutely I agree. The consistent global standard that's really becoming an important goal for our clients. From our perspective at the bank, we've certainly seen an increased focus on ISO integration from our clients, especially over the past couple of years. So a lot more questions, definitely a lot more testing. And in particular, from our large corporate clients who operate globally as well as in Canada. And this is because in other markets where ISO has been live for some time, they've been leveraging this structured remittance to help streamline and automate tasks. And so, as our clients continue to increase that automation, they're also looking to build scale. And ideally, they're looking to standardize this consistent process flow globally. Another relevant trend is the move away from paper checks and cash. These are expensive, risky, and cumbersome, as we know, and our clients are doing everything they can to move away from this. At the same time, we as consumers are accustomed to digital payments. In fact, most of us Canadians have been using Interacu transfers for well over a decade. So we too are shaping the demands on businesses in Canada, whether as gig workers, as customers or vendors within the business ecosystem. As a result, businesses are looking for ways to deliver on this digital experience with a focus on ease of use, speed, and transparency. Otherwise, they run the risk of losing us to their competitors. Finally, another point with our clients, we can't forget about payment fraud where the risks are increasingly sophisticated and widespread. Certainly digital payments reduce these risks, but of course, businesses can't let their guards down. They must keep up with educating their teams and must maintain solid controls and processes.
0: I listen to both of you and I hear how much is going on in the industry and with our clients. Saverio, how is Bank of America addressing some of these changes?
1: B of A is really aligned to the industry. We're, again, very active participants at the modernization table at the industry level. B of A has really taken a proactive approach to modernization in Canada. The release of Interac capabilities with B of A in Canada is a case in point. So in Q3 of this year, B of A expanded global digital disbursements into Canada through a direct connection to Interact. The solution, GDD, Global Digital Disbursements, is currently live in the US through Zelle and PayPal. The Canadian solution will really enable our corporate and commercial clients to initiate both business to consumer payments and consumer to business requests for payments using an email or mobile phone number. Also important to note is that B of A is actually the first US bank in Canada to offer both payments and consumer to business requests for payments through the Interact clearing integration into Interact more holistically is really notable for B of a in Canada. Interac is a prominent payment system that's been operating in the Canadian market for 30 plus years. Interact capabilities are really deeply embedded within the payments landscape with full market ubiquity. Consumers can have access to Interact almost by default by having a retail bank account with one of the larger banks in Canada. This makes Interact a robust platform to offer near real-time alias solutions to our clients through our global digital disbursement platform. This next decade will be a period of great transformation in payments, both domestically and abroad. In Canada, we expect the real-time rail to be the platform for innovation with an acceleration of new payment types as the RTR gains ubiquity in the market.
0: Jane, with so much changing, In the landscape here in Canada, what should companies be considering when they're thinking about digitizing their payments? There's a lot to consider. It depends on where they're at,
2: but the considerations are both strategic and tactical as companies look to assess their own systems and processes, the dynamics of the local market and their own industry, as well as managing changes to costs and risks. From a strategic standpoint, ISO is the global standard. We're seeing this, the emerging new clearing systems. We know that this is going to be the standard in Canada. So at some point, companies have to look at their back-end systems to ensure that they'll actually be able to use this standard. And as an extension to this, companies modernize their IT environments. They're typically looking to leverage technologies like robotics, and AI, which are increasingly used in Treasury to help drive efficiencies. These are long-term strategic considerations. It's not only about the rich remittance from ISO, it's also about leveraging technologies that can effectively process this data and reduce or even eliminate manual tasks. On a more practical level, as companies look to leverage new payment types, for example, alias-based payments or real-time payments, They need to think through their own business model and their counterparties and explore the who, what, where, when, why to determine the best fit for their own business. Who are they paying? Consumers or businesses or both? How quickly does that payment need to land? And of course, businesses also need to understand the nature of each payment type. Are there dollar limits that apply? Or does that payment have to be final? That could be really important if you're using it to release goods. So, understanding these nuances really helps to drive decisions around which payments to use. And certainly, the market will also drive decisions around payment mix. We've talked about this a little bit already. Really, it depends on the industry you're in. Gig workers, for example, are really driving that need for immediacy of payments. So, in this space, we're seeing a strong interest in real-time payments. In other industries, though, the notion of 24-7 may not be so relevant. Other considerations, well, there's that critical transition period. Once a company decides to adopt new payment types, they also need to plan and execute on communications to their customers, vendors, and partners to help drive that adoption. And they need to think about the new process flows and how they track the stragglers. Also, companies who need to build their IT and functionality to get to digital need to assess their current versus future state process and they should expect to prepare a cost-benefit analysis how much system modernization is actually required and what is the cost to overhaul back-end systems versus the potential gains you have to think through benefits like automation streamlined recon lower cost transactions about opportunity costs of not making those changes so the treasurer likely needs to prepare a business case to convince the company to invest in this strategy And then once again, coming back to fraud, companies have to stay vigilant from a fraud mitigation and security standpoint. As they look to adopt new payment types, are they incorporating new data into their systems? Are the controls locked down? Companies need to think about these matters and be confident that their processes continue to be secure. As you can see, there's a lot of considerations. It depends on where the company is in that digital journey.
0: Great insights, all very important considerations for companies when they're thinking about digitizing their payments and really the relevancy to each individual company is extremely unique. So what do you see as some of the challenges that these companies are going to be up against in this journey to modernize their payments and how can they think about tackling those challenges?
2: Our clients know they have to adapt to the shifting payments landscape. We've talked about considerations, modernizing systems, understanding the markets, working through change management, bottom line, these all require resources. And resources in its many shapes and forms are really the obstacles, especially in an environment like today where people and budgets are stretched. It's critical to have a strong and accurate business case, of course, and a well thought out and robust plan to implement that change. We always say advanced planning with input from company stakeholders, as well as advisory support from service providers, ERPs and so on, as well as the banking partners. That's really important in building a robust plan. Companies should expect strong support from their banking partners in their due diligence. Early planning and engagement is key. We share best practices and we can certainly help to vet options, timing and contingencies. And once the project is greenlit, it's really critical to keep on track to meet those deadlines, to avoid those cost averages. So having a regular meeting cadence and having dedicated resources to ensure that the project runs smoothly, that's also really important. All of this highlights the importance of having a trusted provider of treasury solutions that can provide holistic recommendations around efficiency, risk mitigation, standardizing processes where possible, reconciling domestic and global flows, and of course, the holy grail, building global synergies. This is what we do day in and day out, and certainly we welcome our clients to come see us, and we welcome the opportunity to help our clients in this digital journey.
0: This has been a great conversation on the changing payments landscape here in Canada. Thank you to our experts, Jane and Saverio, for your insights today. I'm Lindsay Langford, and I've been speaking with Jane Ranney and Saverio Malia. Thank you for listening to the Treasury Insights podcast
1: series. Bank of America is the marketing name used by certain global banking and global markets businesses of Bank of America Corporation. Lending, other commercial banking activities, and trading in certain financial instruments are performed globally by banking affiliates of Bank of America Corporation, including Bank of America N.A. member FDIC. Copyright 2023, Bank of America Corporation. All rights reserved.